0: This podcast is sponsored by Glenn Psychology. Glenn Psychology is here to help you handle any issues you might be facing, especially during this uncertain time. So much so, they're offering a free online session. That's right, a free online session. They can't change the situation, but they sure can help providing you with some techniques, methods to help you cope with whatever you might be struggling with. Simply go to glennpsychology.com to claim your free session today. and shine. Welcome aboard, Jackie boy. Welcome to the, the podcast. Good to have you on, son. How's things been?
1: Yeah, all good, man. Uh, just trying to overcome what we can and what we're facing at the minute, this COVID-19. Um, but yeah, all good, mate. How's things with you?
0: Uh, it's all good mate, all good over here in australia sunshine and even if it's only for an hour a day when you get to go outside like obviously we we're listening we we're gonna have you on to talk about lots of things in terms of your skills at, in the iron man and your your fitness aspects but obviously with the situation the way it is i thought we release a how about we release a, a fitness quarantine special because obviously with everything the way it is you know fitness obviously is one thing that people can focus on during this time you know it's obviously an aspect that for the likes of us that have kept fit in the gyms and stuff it's kind of taken a hit but obviously we don't want people to fall off the bandwagon completely during this time you know you don't want to be using it as an excuse so to speak so the usual podcast starts so we'll get the drinks flowing it's 5am here in Australia funny enough I've went with the the dark black coffee Get me woke up this morning.
1: Good man. I have. What have you got, mate? What have you got sorted for the day? Robin Robinson's finest.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the,
0: the good old standard double shot. I like it. Well, cheers, my friend. Cheers, Chris. So yeah, so let's get straight into it, Jack. Obviously, everyone now knows the situation with this coronavirus. You know, most countries. Are either on complete lockdown or severe lockdown. And even if you're not on lockdown, I think most countries have been told to stay at home, at least anyway. For starters, in terms of obviously you being a PT, I know you do a lot of online stuff, you know, you like to keep yourself fit. Personally, how have you found this kind of time, you know, not having the gyms open and not being able to do what you usually do?
1: Uh, the biggest thing that I found was it was a bit of a shock at the start because one day I was in work just as normal training just as normal, training clients just as normal Then the next day it's taken away from you. So it was a big, massive shock. So it took maybe two or three days to adjust to that, actually not getting up in the morning nice and early to get get after the day and just going about your own business. So it was just a bit of a shock to get used to that. And then it's then trying to manipulate your normal day-to-day routine around what we currently have to do and what we currently can do. So that was the biggest thing. But now after sort of that's nearly now two and a half weeks nearly um, here in the UK, it's just like a normal day now. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. it doesn't change anything now. Um, I've managed to build yep. my routine around that and feel a lot more comfortable with my day to day routine and get myself into a lot better structure uh, with with regards to work, with regards to clients. Still coaching all clients online. Um, even offline clients that I had they've basically jumped onto online so yeah feeling feeling good now it's just again a shock for us all Uh,
0: yeah and did you get I know obviously none of us could kind of foresee this coming but do you feel like you've had enough warning that you were able to kind of prepare for it all or did you feel like it was one day you were fine the next day you weren't kind of thing
1: in a way yes we were almost given warning because slowly but surely here in the UK things became scarce so the queues got bigger in shopping, which you knew something was coming. Um, the media was almost telling you that things are going to start to get more towards that fully locked down. So, and one thing, let's be honest a gym is one of the hardest places to keep in terms of germ free because yeah. folks are touching weights, they're sweating on machines, off machines, touching weights, not touching weights. So, if you were proactive and actually thought about the situation, you almost knew it was going to come. It was never going to be yes. somewhere that was never touched. Um, so it's almost just about trying to put what I could in place before the actual box was ticked to say, gyms are now shut. So I did have yeah. a sort of keep on and just while looking beyond what was in front of us.
0: Because that was the same here. You know, obviously, I know we're over here in Australia. We've been quite lucky that we're not as bad as maybe Scotland, the UK, just now. But they'd shut down bars and restaurants over here and then they were still, gyms were still open, but... They were trying to sanitize it as the day went on. And I mean, fair play to them for their effort, but it was never going to work. You know, there's just too much turnover in there during the day. Like you said, people, it's not like you're just standing in the one spot. You know, people are moving, people are touching to stuff, they're running, they're sweating, you know, and it's hard to wipe, it's hard to get everyone to wipe things down after every set and every. Exercise they do, and all it takes is for one person to catch it, and then you know it's game over. But obviously, I mean, we are, you know, I mean, there's no point in wishing for the gyms to be open. You know, I know a lot of people are at home and maybe not able to do the usual, you know, CrossFit routines, or most people don't have crazy equipment that you that you might want. But obviously, it's important to keep it going. You know, I think it. I think it's probably one of the most important aspects of being at home, you know, in terms of, you see, the government are still saying, you know, essential, just get outside, go for a walk, go for a run, do something. I think it's especially in this time is when people are maybe working from home and cooked up in the house, vital that you at least get out and do something, you know, at this time.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's something that I've tried to hit home on with most of the clients or anyone that's maybe messaged me on social media, is just basically looking at we're dealing with something that we can't control but there's so many things outside of that that we can control, and it's almost owning up and accepting that this is something that may happen for the next 8 to 12 weeks, so don't just, hopefully that this Friday comes, or that was 3 weeks they originally said 3 weeks, that's going to happen let's get real here, you almost have to accept that It is going to be something that lasts longer than the initial three weeks. I reckon there could be another six minimum weeks at this um, before, let's say, a gym opens. Because, explained, it's very hard to keep a gym germ free and ask everyone to keep on top of cleaning machines, etc., down. So I think that's going to be one of the last things to open. So the biggest thing I'm trying to hit home is we're dealing with something that we cannot control. So it's trying to make sure that we now put in place things that we can control things like you yes. just said, we're actually getting courage to get outdoors. So use that time wisely. Get outdoors, get some fresh air. And actually, if you have been in the UK in the last few weeks, it has been very good weather. Not not, <laughs> not Australia weather, but it has been dry. There's been a bit I of know. sun. And as you say, just from a mental standpoint, it's going to be such a game changer because, as you say, you are cooked up at home and you might never have actually spent as much one-to-one time with your husband with your wife, with your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, kids. Um, even if you're still at home staying with mum or dad, you might never have actually spent this amount of personal one-to-one time all the time at home. It can get a little bit heated. It can be a little bit hard at times. So take that time wisely. Sure. Take, take yourself away from maybe slowly negative situations to get yourself into a little bit of daylight. Get a little bit of vitamin D. Get a bit of fresh air. And just get walking. And that's getting your daily steps in, but just naturally taking yourself outdoors and seeing a little bit of sunlight. And naturally, there yeah. is so many people now walking. you probably see faces you've never seen before.
0: For sure. So let's let's talk about the physical aspect first, Jack. Obviously, the thing is now, everyone and their granddad's releasing now these homework out there. Everyone's and it's been great in terms of giving people ideas you know i saw one the other day telling people to get a bag and just fill it with stuff you know just fill it with shit and just make it heavy obviously for the listeners don't put eggs or something stupid in it um but but there is there's so much content out here and it's great that people are taking the initiative pts and companies are taking the initiative to try and you know force people to work out but as a result there is a lot of it's become very diluted and I, I can understand how for people that don't know what they're doing, it can come very hard to try and of separate the week from the chaff, so to speak, and separate the, the stuff that you should be doing to the stuff that is a bit someone putting out there just for the sake of it. So like, obviously one of the big ones when it comes to just working out and it's a problem, even when the gyms are open is obviously the lack of motivation, you know? So, I mean, I've found personally that if I do, I mean, my routine doesn't hasn't really changed in terms of fitness. You know, I go up and I do some kind of cardio, running. You know, I'm lucky here; we've got the sea, so I can go for a swim. It's five minutes from me. You know, I can go for a swim in the morning. Then I do um, my kind of weights in the afternoon, and I have got some at home weights. I'm lucky in that regard, but. For the people that maybe, say, only work out once a day and they're used to working out straight from work, say, for example, or first thing in the morning, how do they get motivated where they've maybe been sitting around working all day or maybe they were lazing about watching movies or Netflix? How do you pull yourself away from that to get whatever that aspect of fitness is in for that day?
1: The biggest thing that I've found, um, and like I, I, I mentioned that at the start of the podcast, was the biggest thing that folk have found that's changed with all this as a routine. And now, yes, even if you are working from home or even if you're basically, let's say it's furloughed. So here in the UK, if you're getting furloughed, being part of your wages and you're physically not working at all, even from home, it's still trying to stay in a routine and it's still trying to think about, like you said, not cooking yourself up on a sofa, sitting watching Netflix and before you know it, it's four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wait, I've still not done my workout. It's actually still trying to stay in a routine. And as much as it sounds so bad, like, well, at the end of the day, I'm not working tomorrow, I can go up at any time, but still trying to stick to routine. And now I know you are you are a person who is very routine-based in terms of you yeah. were in the gym every morning at the same time almost. For me sitting yeah. there with my clients, you were, you were there just the same. So it's still sticking with that routine. That That's the biggest thing is trying to almost schedule and what I call is your non-negotiables. So what do you need to do that day in order to make that a good day? Do, do you need to work out today? Do you need to make sure you FaceTime a family member? And do you get outside and get eight to 10,000 steps in? So if those yeah. three things that you need to do on a, on a daily basis to get you to where you want to be, and it's going to make you feel by the end of that day, you feel like you've, you've succeeded and you've achieved something, then those three basically get booked into your diary. And you up in the morning... You still set your alarm for the normal time. If you don't wake up at six and you want to sleep till seven, half seven, that's fine. But make that make that your routine every day. And then basically try and think like, right, where do these these three things or these five things, however many things you've got, plan them into your day. So physically write them down on a if you've got a pen diary or you've got a diary on your phone, pen them in just like you would when you go to work. So if you go to work and you've got a a Skype call at 10 a.m. That goes in your diary mm-hmm. saying Skype call with Chris at 10 a.m. Just the same way you should be trying to put your workout in. Home workout, 10 a.m. Also, it's just trying to make sure that you're still keeping those daily habits because this is a thing like we mentioned before. This isn't just for a few days. This can be potentially for three to four months, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We still have to stay within our routine. And again, it's just almost prioritizing. And it might sound off like, Actually, get up, and, and even if you're working from home, get up and get dressed. Don't sit behind a laptop mm-hmm. with your earphones in, and, and your pajamas, or what we'd call your loungewear, or whatever it is, at rest to think that you work. So then you're yeah. still trying to stay in a routine, and that's the biggest thing is, and it's about getting flipping that mindset and bulletproofing the mindset to think we can still achieve things, whether it's business, whether it's um, personal, whether it's health. And obviously, from my side, the things that is health but I can still help clients move forward and most of my clients are still moving in the right direction and actually getting better progress.
0: Because obviously that's the next thing is a lot of people, because we've obviously got two sides to the scale here, haven't we? That the people that are home, we've got the ones that work out and are used to working out and work out every day and are trying to adapt their program or adapt what they usually do to kind of the home body weight or lack of equipment idea. And then you've got the people that have never went to the gym before, but know that in this time that they need to keep themselves fit because they might not be going to the gym, but they might have been working you know, walking to and from work every day for a couple of miles or they were still getting some kind of movement in but they're now restricted. So I mean the big thing I've noticed with let's take the, the people that have never like aren't big gym goers straight away for the one thing that I've noticed a couple of people tell me is that you know this is actually a great opportunity if you're not used to going to the gym to kind of really build a foundation for then when you come out of this you know a lot of people I think maybe get I was talking to one girl the other day that she never really went to the gym because she was she didn't she was intimidated by the the arena you know which a lot of people are she didn't know what she was doing she wasn't sure she didn't want to go look stupid you know everyone understands that um and but she was saying that she's going to use this time to gain our knowledge to our mistakes out of the way so to speak so that when she goes to the gym when it starts back up she looks like she's been there all her life you know and chances are that if you're starting out you probably would be doing a lot of the kind of body weight stuff anyway you know you're not going to need a big barbell because you wouldn't be doing the barbell if you're new to the gym so Like in terms of the actual, you know, kind of workouts themselves and movements that people should be doing that maybe are starting out and are just wanting to kind of keep ticking over during this time and are wanting to kind of just do a bit of exercise, but I've never done it before. What kind of exercises and what kind of equipment can they use that they might have lying about the house?
1: Yeah, that's and everything you've touched upon there is absolutely true from let's say someone who has advanced intermediate who trains most days, let's say five, six days out of seven, or someone like you've just explained, where they've maybe always had that idea but never went. And the big thing is no better time, in my opinion, than to start your fat loss journey than now. Because there is no temptation of eating out. There's no temptation of there's very little takeaways. There's no temptation of socialising in terms of eating, drinking, different sleep patterns, things like that. Now, these things all play a massive part in a fat loss journey. So with regards to that, I do always say there is no better time than now because if you've never really cooked from home from scratch just because you've been always so busy, you've maybe just went into the supermarket and bought pre-made meals, now's the perfect time to educate yourself on how to cook. Educate yourself on actually what, what is a calorie and how do we how do we track food and what does all this food mean? And as you said, then it's the same side of the exercise. I would always, the biggest thing I'm trying to hit home on people is, this is going to be such, even for people who have just had literally sign up last week, I've actually had people sign up, but who's maybe never touched a weight in their life, now is the best time to start weight training or some form of training if you've not got weights at home. Because mm-hmm. when we're limited with kit, there's so many ways to still progress and one of the biggest things is something like time under tension and actually muscle contraction, now how many guys we know, we've probably had this conversation a hundred times before, how many guys do you see in the gym where they just keep loading weight, loading weight, loading weight and they keep chasing weight or the opposite where they don't do any weight but they do sky high reps and they keep looking at their heart rate or they keep looking at their fit to see how many calories are burning, but remember that's not what we are in the gym for if you're using yeah. weight training or resistance training, it's to be either a to build muscle, b to maintain muscle, or, b, or c to almost just like do it all together. And the thing is, when we're at home now, there's so many exercises that you can do with time under tension and under a controlled manner that this can take your weight training career off the charts once you go back. Because if you can now start to contract muscles, control a movement in the house with a band with one kettlebell, two kettlebells, something like that. Then it's going to literally if you can start to feel the muscles that you should be that you should be feeling when doing let's say for example a split squat. If you're feeling it in your shoulders or in your back or your biceps, you're doing it wrong because we should be looking at potentially quads, hamstrings, glutes, things like that where just simply sending a signal from the brain to the to the legs and the muscles to say hey this is where we're trying to work. And then to then take that in the, in the next six, 12 weeks, progressing through that with more time under tension, potentially adding a little bit of weight, to then take you back into a gym, your results will probably go through the roof. With regards to what exercises, something you can do safely. And as you said, there is a lot of different workouts out there. And the thing is, most of these workouts are out there to shoot everyone. So whoever that's putting up is putting out to their demographic. And it's just more to help someone there. However, if you really want to take this serious, you want to potentially reach out for help and then get something that's more tailored towards you. But again, just doing things that are safe, things like your standard um, unilateral stuff, so working both sides, whether that's single arm or single leg. Again, doing something that potentially a little bit more compound, something like a press-up that's got more than one joint moving. You're going to maybe target more than one muscle, like a squat. So you can do a split squat, flat-footed, front-footed, elevated, body weight again so these, there's loads of different exercise out there that yes can get your heart rate high and this that and the next thing but it's, when we're at home now we should be looking at can we actually what would say feel the muscle through a movement can you feel the muscle that you're intending to target
0: and for so those of be- those that don't know time under tension is just basically slowing everything down in it just really focusing on the full range and you know trying to hit that muscle that you're trying to work because I mean that's one thing that I've noticed you know I'm like I said I'm lucky I've got you know bands and and kettlebells here with me and one thing that I've noticed is that I've been able to use this time to really kind of take everything back to basics you know just a lot of mobility stuff a lot of you know foam rolling stretching out you know kind of really like you said slowing everything down and kind of going back to the foundations and the thing about the foundations are that whether you've been training, whether you're been training CrossFit for 40 years or you're, you know, just starting out, the foundations are always the same. And I find a lot of the time the foundations are just as important for someone who exercises frequently because we tend to forget about them as we go so, you know you tend to forget about and um, because you've built up so much muscle around it that you can always kind of compensate you don't realize you're doing a squat bad until you finally get up to you know 200 kilos and then your back goes you know and I, I understand that for people that are used to training all the time and used to being in the gym all the time, they have their program and it is hard sometimes to fit in those simple things, you know, the simple kind of, you know, mobility work and, you know, and kind of getting the body back to normal. And that's one thing that I've found this time has been perfect for is kind of getting back to basics. Oh, for sure. And
1: um, that's the thing, like always going back to basics, same as anything, um, anything in life the foundations and the basics are always going to be the sort of solid core of what you're trying to do. Um, And it's things like it's always going to be that 60 to 80% of everything that we do. Let's say even my clients have maybe coached now for a year, two years. It's like we're still going back to basics as in what basic things can we do right now that we have control over, that we can still make sure we are getting you moving the needle closer to where you want to be. Things like so simple, just going over basic things about nutrition, basic things about training, things like you just said, actually breaking a movement down, time under tension, getting the muscle to work hard with almost next to nothing weight because we're now actually using the brain more to actually contract the muscles harder. And again, just things like, as you say, actually looking after you, looking after your body, we've only got one. And again, a man who's had operations, yes, you may have had successful ones or some that may maybe actually not work as well as you would have thought. So you're now having to make sure that you do even more to try and compensate for that it's almost sometimes we get we get too carried away and always focus on well this is where I want to go this is where I want to go and this is what I want to achieve but you can only achieve that if you're performing at your best and if you're not performing at your best then how do we get there to where you want to be at your best if we can't physically get you operating at your best now
0: yeah and one thing that you know you could help with is when it comes to the people that are obviously experienced and the big thing that they've That I hear them a lot of them talking about is the idea of you know regressing. How do they keep moving if they're used to these big, you know, movements, lots of weight? How do they keep progressing in whatever area is they're doing when they're stripping the weight right back?
1: Yes, you have to understand that again, with limited kit, there is only so much you can do. But let's say for someone like myself who weight trains four, five, six days a week. And again, I don't, have the, I don't have myself personally, I don't have a lot of kit at home. Um, it's just something I've mm-hmm. never had because I've always liked going to the gym. So for example, if I use myself as an example, the biggest thing that I'm trying to do is, is like exactly what we've just spoke about, knuckle down on what I can do with what I've got. And let's say like I was, for example, if, I, if, we're talking, if I'm talking to, to someone who is, just recently before the gym shot, they had their personal best on 180 kilo deadlift. Now, How on earth can I get anywhere near that when I've got a 10 kilo kettlebell, two 10 kilo dumbbells and a few resistance bands? doesn't take a mathematician to tell you that's nowhere near 180 kilos. What can we do is try and almost break that movement down in terms of, okay, what muscles do we need to use in order to get that weight from the floor up to the top position of a deadlift? You're looking at hamstrings, you're looking at quads, you're looking at glutes, you're looking at core, you're looking at back, erector spiny, there's loads of different things. So now can we then start to put isolation exercises together to try and make them stronger? So, for example, if I was to say, "Okay, Chris, we're going to do a single-leg split squat with ten reps on each leg, and we're going to give you a basically two to three isometric hold at the bottom." So what that's going to do is now you're going to put yourself under a pause for three seconds in a in an isometric position, contracting the quads, the hamstrings, and glutes as hard as you can, slowly get yourself back to the top, slowly eccentric pause, there's almost 3 to 4 seconds, maybe even 5 seconds under tension for one rep, if I'm going to get you to do that 10 times there's 5 seconds times 10, there's almost 50 seconds there's almost a minute worth of work time tension on one muscle before you even do the next and, and you can do that for 2 to 3, 4 sets so yes you're not going to be able to lift as much load and again that's where sometimes we get carried away but if Let's be honest. If you are, if we still had access to the gym and you were just, you did just achieve a 180 kilo deadlift and you did hit a sort of plateau, you're going to have to regress anyway in order to progress. Is it my hamstrings that's let me down? Okay, well let's go and we need to then go and strengthen my hamstrings over the next two weeks. So then when we come back to the bar, we may we we may potentially lift heavier. Or do I need to look at maybe my recovery? So loads yeah. of different aspects that can that can dictate what we can do in the gym. And a lot of it now we can actually control things like sleep and recovery is probably two massive things. And again, you can only train as hard as you recover.
0: And yeah, right. So moving on to you touched on it there the the kind of diet aspect of it all. Now I've I mean I've always, I've never you know counted calories. I'm more of a kind of eat healthily when I want kind of idea. But then I've always kept myself fit, so doesn't really. But I understand there's a lot of people that either count their calories or they find it hard they've maybe worked really hard to find that balance of they know now what they should eat during a normal day but it's now all been thrown up in there with obviously the fact they're working from home maybe they were working on you know some guys working on construction sites all day are now sitting in, at home doing nothing how do without being too bogged down in it all how do obviously counting if you want to count calories then you know that's you know it's a great way to monitor it all, you know, and make sure you're not eating. But I'm more talking about how do when the fridge is in the next room the entire day, how do you stop yourself from going and eating twenty four seven?
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Boredom eating and emotional eating is one of the probably biggest things that folk on a normal day out with COVID nineteen. Um, on a normal day face a hell of a lot because especially at weekends because what happens is Monday to Friday we're in such a routine with work before all this happens. And then Saturday, Sunday if you're not working weekends, you've got so much more time now on our hands that we do. We basically just eat out of boredom and that's where the brain takes us. And naturally emotionally, so if something happens in the family. Before you know it, subconsciously your your emotions are getting the better of you and you are eating before you know it, you've got 10 packs of crisps so yes if you are tracking calories i would say try your best to stick with it i know it may be hard but again it's also about there's a few things here and again one of it the big thing for me is mindset is understanding there is no better time to continue your fat loss journey if you are currently on your fat loss journey there's no better time to continue it so then understanding that actually use this time wisely to get on top of it and I know it's easier said than done, but it's also a thinking of, do I need it? And am I actually just bored because I'm not doing anything? I'm not keeping myself busy enough? So like I said at the very, very start, is you must have a routine. You must have structure. So plan your day. Almost plan, not necessarily every hour, but plan every two, three-hour block. What are you are going to do in that three-hour block from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., from 10 a.m. to 1 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be. So that way, then you know roughly at each time of the day what you should be doing. So that way, then you're almost going to take yourself away from thinking about sitting down, watching Netflix. The first thing you think about is food because you might want to where they're sitting eating food anyway. So yeah. it's, like it's about trying to keep busy, keeping a routine, and still think like you are at work, even if you're not. And that is the thing. It's it is very hard, but for me, it's just almost trying to bulletproof that mindset to thinking that you can still achieve a lot of great things throughout this quarantine time that we're facing. And it's just about understanding, yes, if your output is a little bit less, then A, you've got two options. B, get it back, A, sorry, get it back up to where it was close to be. If you were, let's say, a construction worker or you maybe walked a few, let's say you walked two bus stops and jumped on the bus and now you're Mm -hmm. obviously not working at all. Then A, try and push push your output back up there. Or be slightly, if you normally, let's say, for example, you normally consume 1,800 calories and you know that's worth four to five weight training sessions a week, 10,000 steps a day, etc. but you're now managing maybe four home workouts a week, which again, yes, you may not be able to create just the same amount of intensity, but you're still getting your 10K steps in, then it might just be a, a slight idea just to slightly drop your calories by five, 10%, because at the end of the day, you're still going to be in a calorie deficit. And again, it's all about monitor. It's all about checking these things out. Have you lost weight? Do you feel better? Do you look better? And again, remember if you're on a fat loss journey, it's not all about weight. So do you feel better? Are your clothes fitting better than maybe after 10 to 14 days of a reduction in calories? If they are, great, don't change it. If nothing's changed, but you know you have been knuckled down 110% on it, then maybe just reduce slightly because your outputs might still not be matching what we're trying to eat for. That's the biggest thing. And like I said, it is about... Trying to almost overcome that border meeting, that emotional eating. And as you say, the fridge is in the next room. So that's yeah. in, it, in the back of your head. Again, trying to keep busy. Something simple like, if you've got a guitar sitting there. so many people I know that's got a guitar sitting there. And the fridge. said, I'm going to do that this Christmas. Go and do it now, because time is on your hands. And that's the problem when yeah. we have so much time on our hands. We then just think about, well, I'm not going to do it anyway. So I'm just going to eat. Paint the yeah. house. It's done. See all these wee jobs that you've been putting off for so long. Get your house in. Even if it's learning a new language, paint, paint the house, clean the windows, do something. If you've got a garden, get outside and do the garden. The more you keep yourself busy, the less chance you've got of actually thinking about food. And again, think about it. The more active we are, what's going to happen? We're going to burn more calories, which naturally may actually increase your output from what you were actually doing before.
0: Structurally, I think you know that's crucial is to... Like you said, you don't need to necessarily plan the minute you're going to have every meal, but at least kind of say, you know, if you wake up in the morning, you sit down and you're trying to work out, you know, what I'm going to do for the day, say, right, I'll have breakfast after I do, I don't know, hoover this room. I'll have lunch after I paint the back wall. I'll have dinner after and kind of work it like that. Give yourself, you've worked hard on, you know, maybe cleaning the house, Then sit and have your breakfast for an hour and relax and go on your phone and, you know, watch TV show or whatever for that period you're having the breakfast. So if we're kind of like summing it all up, Jack, like you said, there is, I don't get people that have said, oh, I'm bored around the house because there's loads. I mean, I feel like I could go all day in terms of stuff I want to do, you know, whether it be there's that guitar sitting, whether I see there's the amount of free online courses there are now you know, on all sorts that you could do in terms of working out, going for a walk, in terms of reading books, even watching the movies, you know, if there's that movie you wanted to watch, you know, I mean, I prefer to save mine to the evenings, as it kind of, you know, after dinner so it feels like I've came home from work and I'm relaxing now. But if we are talking about five key points, right, so for this quarantine, if there's five things that you think as a guy who keeps himself healthy physically, mentally, what are five points that you think they were to, if people were to do nothing else, if you were just say every day, try to hit these five points, what are, you know, kind of five main things that you want to hammer home?
1: Yeah, that's a good, uh, it's a good question. Again, it's easy to summarize because that's what I'm basically doing with myself and clients just now. The five big things is number one, been again, I've probably hit home a lot on it throughout this podcast, but get yourself into a routine and get some clarity and structure back in your life. That's a must do. That must be number one. Number two would be look after you and look after your mindset. Because like I said there, we were talking about looking after your injuries and stuff like that. If we don't look after ourselves and don't recover well enough and hard enough, we're never going to be able to perform. And if you don't look after yourself and your mindset, as in trying to bulletproof that mindset on maybe if it's thinking like that, accepting that this isn't going to be for 10, 14 days, this could be for the next 6 to 12 weeks. Understanding that you have to look after your mental health because at the end of the day, being cooked up at home isn't healthy. And like I said at the start of the podcast, as you might now be spending time with people that, yes, you may love, whether it be your girlfriend, husband, wife, mum, dad, whoever it may be. but You may now be spending time, quality, one-to-one time that you'd never spent with them before. That can get heated, that can get negative, and it's something you don't want. So you have to bulletproof your mindset, look after yourself, and look after your mental health. Number three would be get outdoors, get fresh air, and enjoy it. Enjoy getting outdoors. Because at the end of the day, how many of us before this happened were stuck inside, sitting watching films constantly all day the minute you come home from work, didn't see outside and maybe for maybe anyone else who's maybe a gamer just sat on games all day constantly well guess what we're all doing that life now because we're stuck inside and now mm-hmm. probably gamers and the people who do sit inside actually think "Geez, I need outside get outside and enjoy it fourth thing speak to your loved ones like you just and this is one thing that I've sort of noticed myself is it must be hard for you who's obviously away from family at this time and it is just to speak to loved ones you just don't know when your time is going to be or when someone else's time is going to be. And just appreciate that because now it's a case of I go round to my mum's, I've got to sit outside the back chatting to her through a window. Something I've never, ever had to do before. It's what we're asked to do. Or I've or had to basically FaceTime her. Or cousins who, kids grow up so fast that before you blink, they could be two or three years older. But it's fine if you get to spend that time with them, whereas now you don't. And again, I know you are very family-orientated yourself, so it must be hard for you being stuck out 24 hours away from... Your mom, dad, family, brothers, sisters—you name it—that you've always had to do this, so it's sort of normal maybe for you over the last four months. So- I mean, I
0: think yeah, I think that's a—that's uh, the one thing that I've—I've realised the most important part for me would be is you know keeping that social aspect because that is obviously one part is taking a huge hit you know, because you're restricted, you can't see, everyone's stuck at home, so you can't see them, and then even when you go outside, you're only allowed two people, they have to be from the same house, you have to keep distance, it's, you know, we're not, as human beings, we're not used, we're social people, you know, we have, and I mean, I've FaceTimed people that I've not spoke to, you know, and just because you've got the time now, there's no case of, oh, I'm at work, sorry, I can't chat just now, some people there is, obviously, within reason, but most people you'll find When you call them, they'll pick up because they're on the same boat. You know, they're just looking to pass and you end up chatting for an hour and all of a sudden an hour's passed. The way I've worked it is obviously with the time difference here is obviously when I get up, you know, early doors over here, people are going to bed in the UK. So I tend to call somebody in the UK at night. And then when it gets to the evening here, I'll call someone in Australia, whether it be, you know, family or friends or whatever. And I kind of get those two conversations either side of the day. And I've found that's huge in terms of just keeping morale up, you know, because you can work out by yourself all you want. You can paint the house by yourself all you want. But eventually you just need to chat to someone, you know, you just need to be able to 100%
1: 100% because it's, and it's until they're taken away from us that you actually realise how much these people mean to us. And another thing you also realise is actually at, this, at a time like this, you'll actually see who's there for you. Is there, yeah. a, is there a friend and family actually checking in on you and it just shows you how much that they, they actually care for you and mean to you? That's the thing, like, go and speak to them because you just don't know this is a virus that at first it was like, yeah, young people will be okay, elderly are at high risk. But now there's no there's no one there's no one getting away with it. If a tiger, yeah. can, I think anyone can get it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just like just, know, go, Jesus. just go and speak to your loved ones. And my last fifth point for my health tip would be be active and again enjoy it. If you're going to do a home workout and you're going to look after yourself and trying to be active and enjoy the process, it shouldn't be like a prison sentence. And even when this this whole lockdown lifts and you go back to the gym. You should still be enjoying it. If you're on a fat loss journey and you genuinely feel like you are on a prison sentence, it's just not working for you. You should be able to enjoy it. So be active.
0: Yeah, I think that last point, That I mean, that's a great one to finish on, you know, because that is, I think even when things are normal, I think a lot of people get bogged down and they need the equipment, they need the all the fancy tools or they can't work out home because they've not got these bands that everyone's talking about. Where I went, there's one boy that lives next door to me and obviously we've both been quarantined together and we're actually you're allowed out over here to people as long as you're you know doing the essential like working out and we we've got a basketball court across the road from us and we went out and played basketball for about an hour and I felt like I just ran a marathon it was fun it was just a game you know there was no weightlifting there was no we were outside you know and I think or just go and take yourself for a walk, go for a run. You don't need any equipment to go for a run. It's I think a lot of times people make it complicated where it's just a simple case of just moving, just getting yourself out and out and about.
1: Hundred percent. That's the thing, like I said, it's like how how different did you feel maybe playing basketball for an hour than what you did weights? Yes, you may still enjoy weights, but it's still something enjoyable because you're you're still being active but not in the form of weights, and that's the thing. Folk think that the only way to be active is to lift weights and go to a gym. Well, it's not. There's classes out there. Yes, everything has different benefits, but there's classes out there that you might enjoy that actually might get you into a little bit of taster of weights. Or well, like you said, go and play a bit of basketball. Go and play a bit of badminton. Yes, certain parts of the yeah, world yeah. Right now may not allow that, but we're talking about future here. You know, myself, I've uh, taken up a few things over the last <laughs> over the last year or two. One of them being golf. Um, I, I you know,
0: that, an understatement.
1: Or uh, like participating in a half Ironman that basically I'd never jumped on a bike till two days before <laughs> a Ironman. But it was actually at the time, it was something that I enjoyed because it was away from weight training. I'd swam all those years ago when I was young and never swam again. So it's like yeah. actually enjoying something different and how much it actually shows you there's more to life than weights. And again, right now, yeah. yes, we may not be able to do a lot of those things, let's say swimming, maybe golfing, maybe basketball. But these are things that you can keep in the forefront of your mind to then go, okay, after it's all done, yeah, we can go do something to keep active. Yeah. That's the thing, just enjoy yeah. the whole process. And yeah. it's not about being negative in the time that we're in, because like I said at the start, we're dealing with something that we can't control. So just be positive about it and enjoy the process.
0: No, that's great, Jack. I think everyone will enjoy hearing that and i think every, like i said everyone's in the same boat it's not like you're the only person affected by this for people that want to find you jack for people that might have questions with stuff you've talked about or for people that you know might want to know more where can they find you where's the best place to get in touch with
1: you best place to find me is instagram and that is jackwilson.pt it's basically full of knowledge i give out free knowledge and um, tips tricks how to sort of get yourself in shape and basically keep it. So, yeah, that's jackwilson.pt and that's on Instagram.